0: Scooby Radio.
1: Manny Scoop B radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond say it, yo. The best in the business. That's word Scoop. You either tune in or reading the word Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B say you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment, he give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews, he give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast The Jordan, the journalists The goats So white ass Watch out out! If he naming him, ScoopD.com Do numbers like Chamberlain Pin game is a gift Got the gift to gab If he say this it gospel, it's as simple as that Now pay attention and you can see the way it go Enough of this talking This is Scoop B Radio You're listening to Scoop B Radio Get on his Instagram now At Follow TV. him at Scoop B's. Follow him. Yes, sir. You're listening to Scoop B Radio with Brandon Robinson.
2: Brandon Scoop B, Scoop B Robinson, Bally Sports NBA insider, will join us at the bottom of the hour again to talk Nets and Kyrie. You know I know, uh, you know him, B.
3: B yes, Robinson, I met yeah.
2: him. He was 12. I believe he was 12 years old, and he was in the Nets locker room back when I covered them. That's Harry crazy. Kittles was on the team. Keith Van Horn. What's he doing on the locker room? He, uh, uh, he was like He was like a young journalist. Like he, he was in some program or right. maybe won a contest or something.
3: That's awesome. Where he
2: was in there and I met him and I've known him ever since. Doesn't live far from me. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And our next guest, we've known him for years when he was a little Man. boy. That's crazy. Nice no, he's done he's a great a job, man. A, a legitimate journalist doing a wonderful job covering the league for Bally Sports. He's their NBA insider. Our man Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. What's up, Scoop? What up, CB? Rob Parker.
1: What's up? How what's you, up, man? Good to hear. Man, good I, to have you on. Man, it's an honor to be on with you, Chris. You know we go way back. Even taking that drive to Bristol, brother. Thank yes, you Rob. I remember yes, going to
3: your birthday right. party at the now defunct Clive Frazier. That's is
1: it? Did they close it? <laughs> they closed it. I
3: heard. During, they must have really? closed it during. Wow.
2: I think I yeah. I was there probably
3: a year ago. Yeah, but so they might have because yeah. Recent. But but uh, yeah, I had my fiftieth birthday party in New York. There, Chris, it was awesome. Right? Yes, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, but well, Scooby, let's get to it, man.
2: Um, you were saying all along that you thought Kyrie was going to resign with the Nets. What made you so confident in that?
1: You've Got to talk to the man, and I reached out to him and got that information. Uh, I think more than anything else, just talking to him, uh, talking to you know Chris, mutual friends that we have in his circle, as well as right. um, even his agent. And um, you know, the issue with him was really just. Uh, finding a neutral ground. Uh, those Lakers conversations were real. Um, but when it all came down to it, I, I'm going to tell you my gut says this. Um, one, I think sometimes you got to not burn bridges every place that you go. Uh, Cleveland didn't end well. Uh, Boston didn't end well. You don't want to have Brooklyn on your resume as that as well, specifically because you're trying to play makeshift GM and find a spot. And it's not a foregone conclusion that any of those other places um i going to be able to fit to your skill set right away and he's 30 years old you've got to kind of you, you got to gel you know even in that brooklyn period it was a time of gelling KD wasn't there in year one year two KD came back they didn't get things done they lost to the bus year three they lost to the celtics year four what's up so you got to kind of gel in the ben simmons thing um but you also got to kind of figure things out i feel like last year the focus was so much on the mandates from the from the media day all the way to when they lost to the Celtics like they owe it to the fan base to get something done and for the for, the, for the short term we opted in here we are
3: let me ask you about the nets and i i love what they did like like no you know like uh, we're not going to reward you and give and just automatically sign you to some new big deal you know uh, you haven't been available for us all the time uh, you know he has a right to do whatever he wants with the vaccination, but it, but it, it really threw a monkey wrench into their whole season and a, a lot of things. And I, I think not only did the Nets, I'm sure a lot of other teams and owners in the NBA probably looked at the Nets standing their ground and saying we're not giving in. What do you, what do you make of that, Stan?
1: Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it's my understanding that although those teams were mentioned, those five, five to six teams were mentioned um it's, it's my understanding that that was that was the their their camp trying to see how far the media spin could take it as it relates to just the topical issues um i never thought the knicks were a realistic player right i only thought that the lakers and maybe the clippers um were, were a player um Miami, I think, would love to have them. But, again, as I mentioned, you got to play makeshift GM and try to make that happen and still experiment. Like when, you look at, like, when you look at championship teams, guys, you guys are experts. You guys know your work. You're older than me, but, you, but you're young, especially you, Rob, with the sneaker collection. You know, you, right? you know it. You know it. He ain't that but young. Man, stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but look, but look, Chris, your sneaker collection is all right, too. I don't, I don't oh, your mind you. is look. tight. <laughs> when you look at the years of you covering the league, the only time that I think you guys would agree on this that you were able to put a team together and they won in year one with the Celtics in two thousand eight. B
2: Radio. Well, that's the only one I think that has done it, and yeah. Uh, yeah, in ages.
1: So you're gambling. Sometimes right. you got to stick to what you know and what's familiar rather than what's new.
2: Let me ask you this: Is Kyrie's attitude? Is he upset with the Nets because obviously he wanted longer years? He's gonna play on a one year deal, it looks like. Um, which still could be motivation for him to go play well. Uh, or is he looking at this like this is the team I'm going to be with, you know, for the duration, or is he looking at it like a one year trial to impress other teams uh and potentially I think it's leave all the Nets?
1: Things. I think it's all of those things, but I'm going to t- say something to you that's not popular opinion in media. Scoop B Radio. Kyrie can't be the scapegoat for everything, and while he does play a part in the whole thing with the with the with the mandates and just making a personal decision of not playing, I also think that the Nets, from a front office and a coaching perspective, also have to look in the mirror. They've not always been honest about injuries, have not always been honest about who they were moving, and the chemistry as it relates to Steve Nash and even James Harden last year was was lacking. I know a lot of times people thought it was a James Harden and Kyrie issue as far as them getting along, and I can tell you that that was actually Steve Nash and James Harden, not Kyrie and James Harden. And so I think that this bump in the road and people kind of gasping for air to figure out what's next, it's, it's a defining moment. And by defining moment, I mean this. Scoop. teams that have bumps in the road and figure those things out usually stick for the long haul. And if you think I'm lying, look at what the Boston Celtics did. Many people right. didn't even think that they were going to make it to the, to the finals, let alone the playoffs. And sometimes when you have those bumps in the road and you have that level of accountability where you're playing a one-year deal and people are talking about the future of the coach and or the GM, sometimes that pressure does build a diamond. And I think that the Nets last this past season were playing too comfortable. They thought it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to the finals. It don't work like that.
3: Right, right. I don't know That's if they could have thought that with the injuries, but I hear you. I mean, Durant was hurt for how many games he missed? 30 30 games. I mean, there was a, uh they also he, were missing Joe Harris. I I just I don't know how you could look I think it was a foregone conclusion where you didn't have your, Kyrie play 29 games. You know there's just a lot of missing pieces.
1: And I think that this season coming up to, to piggyback off your saying, I think this is where you you show it. And I also think this. I also think that people in this in the region would not be so tied to Kyrie if he wasn't a local product. Scooby if it was anybody else, I think people would care less. This is a guy who grew up watching the kid Aaronet go toe to toe in the finals and come up short. This is a guy who his, his dad is from the Mitchell houses. His godfather is Ross Strickland. He knows New York through and through as well as New Jersey. And New, the Nets, since '67, has had an identity crisis from Long Island to New Jersey to Brooklyn. The Let me is ask, far you, this.
2: Let me ask you this, Brandon, before you got one minute. We got, go, one, we got, got minute. one minute. Yeah. Um, Kyrie, from everything I've heard, he loves being back home in the area, he loves having his father and his sisters at the games at home how much of that i mean it, with that being the case obviously he grew up as a nets fan as well it seemed like the the thought of leaving that and leaving 30 million dollars on the table it, it just seemed like always that it was like he's not leaving cuz he's happy to be at home is that how much of a factor was that
1: that's factual and that even goes back to my reporting back in december about the demanding he's also a father again. And so to pick, pick, pick up and leave and kind of mess up routine or change routine, that's a lot. And so I, I think that that's part of it. He also left $14 million on the table. Man, at some point, I don't care. I'm not trying to leave a dollar on the table. By him, right. I try to find a way to make it work.
3: All,
2: all right. right, that's our man, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Great stuff, brother. We'll have appreciate you on again. It. yes, in. Keep sir. up the great
1: work. Thank y'all. I appreciate
3: you. This is Scoop B Radio saying you
2: bring the coffee, and I'll bring the Duncan. Come on.
0: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues